What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to our weekly SoRare MLB and all things SoRare podcast. We are batting practice. Before we jump into our final episode before the official start of the 2023 final episode, whoa, 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 whoa. okay, final episode before the start of the Clickbait. 2023 MLB season. Boys, are we excited? How are we doing tonight? Two more days from right now. <laughs> Till baseball Less. is back officially. Yeah. I I can't believe that it's our final episode. <laughs> whoa, the full, whoa, the full, first full season. This is the first full season of MLB So Rare, you know. That's yes. true. We've only had three months of it. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy to think about. It's like uh summer in Wisconsin. You only get like three months of it at best. And that then the rest true. is winter. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Like, what else can I say? I've been trying to watch a decent amount of spring training if I'm working from home. Other than that, I know I'm subscribing to MLB, whatever it's called, eventually. <laughs> TV. I, I, TV, MLB TV. Or I could win it, maybe. But oh, either way, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's right right about that time to get get. Get height. I can't reach my baseball. It's too far away. But no, I I just looked up. I don't know why I thought it's because the NFL does this. Like they have like one team play like early, like the day, like so like that way everyone focuses on that one game. I think the Prem does that too, where they have like a Friday night kickoff and then the other. But um, baseball, like all a lot of teams are rolling on Thursday, and importantly for your lineups. The games actually start uh, midday in the U.S., so that'll mm-hmm. be morning for you uh, Europeans. Uh, so I think that could be something that gets a lot of people by surprise. I'm glad I looked just now because, you know, if, if um, a lot of people are thinking baseball is like basketball where they can wait till 6 o'clock in the night or maybe in the afternoon for Europeans, unfortunately you'd, be, uh, you'd miss the first week of, of SOAR MLB and uh so yeah that's that's your weekly psa from from myself make sure you set your lineups ahead of time and we got a huge afternoon slate into the evening um got our brewers taking on our rival cubs i think i'm gonna go to one of the games this weekend i have you gotta you're right there Uh, i was gonna ask i was gonna ask for those yeah i live i live a mile from wrigley um so easy for me to get to and yeah i have no excuse and Tickets are still not not tickets this time of year for Cubs are really interesting. They don't sell for much because <laughs> I think the half the city doesn't realize that baseball's back. Uh and it's also and that's the Cubs fans. It's 90% it's also of the city. Yeah. April and uh hey, don't ignore the Sox, man. Oh, but represent. the White Sox fans care. They know the baseball's back, that's true. baby. That's true. true. That is very true. The Cubs fans don't show up until September. <laughs> true. <laughs> Only and sometimes they don't if their team's under 500 yeah exactly but the <laughs> and the other thing is the weather i think it's going to be drizzly and uh a balmy 43 degrees for oh, most of the gotta. weekend so it's like lambo um, dude yeah I'll, i'm gonna take the i'm gonna take the under for scoring uh, although that ball could get really wet uh, i don't know we'll have to see if bernsey can can have a good game yeah true you know what they say? It's always balmy in seventy-five inside of Ampham Field in Milwaukee. Yes, sir. <laughs> Miller Park. I don't think anyone yeah. actually says that. Exactly. Uh, Miller Park. We call it Miller Park. Yeah. Um. Real quick, Nash. What's uh? Do you got any fungibles next to you? What's your favorite baseball card? Ooh. My like in general. Do you have any fungible baseball cards next to you, Andrew? I have base cards. I could whip out uh, some some better. I, I just this one just caught me out of the corner of my eye. I keep mine it's in the Prince seat. Prince Fielder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're worth money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Prince Fielder, an 07 jersey card. Oh, that's, that's so sick. cool. Isn't I have that cool? That same exact card. Yeah, I, we must have gotten like a little Tupac and Biggie. A little Tupac. But I, my camera did not want to focus there because of my lights and stuff. 
but yeah, I just thought I'd flex that real quick. Uh, but it also brought up how we haven't heard anything about other cards coming to, well, not only baseball, mm. but also NBA. Where's our legends at? We've, we've like, beginning of MLB June 2022, they asked a, a, a question on Twitter. <laughs> and were like, who's your favorite MLB player from all time that you would love Ooh. to see in so rare? And they said, present or past. And a lot of people had past responses. So, like, they hinted at something like that. So that kind of just brought that up. But we're not talking. Well, what are we talking about today, Nash? Well, first, where did um, you find a card? No, here I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you the top card on no. this on this stack I have. Ooh, that's who we have to guess first. For yeah, pickle. Is it, a, oh, is it a base? Is it a baseball card? It is a baseball card. Oh hey, boy! Are they an active player? They are an active player. It is, is that McCutcheon? Brian Hayes? Nope. Lovey. It's Yover. Oh, I was actually Peguero. I was looking for at... the Pirates. <laughs> so what are the uh, odds you draft him oh. in your Sower MLB draft? <laughs> I could, yeah. Maybe Dude, he's I one mean... of my players. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Hint, little, Whoa. little hint into the later later sessions. Oh, he's prepared. A little foreshadow. Whoa. I'm going to give you, no. I'm going to, spoil alert, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately, I, he doesn't have any cards. He also um, doesn't so have any cards. Oh, that's, so. that's yeah. Sucks. Unless he's in the draft. I don't, I think, don't think that people in the draft, they have to have cards. Really? But yeah, Jacob, to that's answer your question, question, actually. I looked at a few names and they did not come up, so. Gotcha. But yeah, um, I think before we jump into more of the baseball stuff, more of a general thing, um, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we've been trying to be a lot more active in our social media usage, um, especially on Twitter and YouTube, and we plan to continue this from here on out. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, we're going to be a lot more active on Twitter, on YouTube, and then uh, we'll also be a lot more active starting now. Um, from here on out on Instagram and TikTok. So if you haven't checked those out yet, um, feel free to do so. We're going to be a lot more active interacting with you guys. Um, so yeah, just a little heads up for you. Absolutely. Woo. And and uh, podcasts are coming out on Thursdays. I can't remember if we said that last week, but it bears saying again. Uh, I don't know if we heard your feedback, but we heard our own feedback of when we actually listen to podcasts yeah um, and we, we were just like wait why why are we releasing it over the weekend uh we want to give give the people a chance to listen when you're in the car actually yeah let us know uh on twitter or dm us where do you listen to the batting practice podcast uh i'm i'm very curious to, to learn um but if you're like us you you listen i listen a lot on my commute uh, so if it's coming out during the week, you know that's going to be the first thing I listen to. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, check us out Thursdays, uh, and we're going to try to stick to that schedule. And um, oh, and we're still going to record on Tuesdays. So again, trying to make you make sure that Hopefully. the content is relevant and fresh. So let us know what you think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, um, speaking of now, speaking of real quick, you mentioned uh, mm -hmm. feedback. <laughs> and that brings up real quick uh you also were talking about being more active in the community we got feedback from a special person about how to join so rare and that special person is none other than me and nash i don't know what your name says it says batting practice batting. on the screen <laughs> andrew's also so batting jacob practice. oh i'm also Shoot. batting practice jacob and batting practice wearing the hoodie <laughs> This is apostrophe S dad <laughs> <laughs> signed up for so rare because he's a big MLB fantasy player, big oh, yeah. MLB fan as well. So he's signed up for so rare and also gave us some, you know, some very helpful feedback from someone that, you know, you would think of as untraditional to join so rare and to be a part of this community. So we got videos of that coming up for sure. So check those out to YouTube. Dude. Things are going great here on the podcast, right? 
Oh yeah. Absolutely. And if what's interesting though is is yes, Uncle Johnny, I feel like is the uh not the, their traditional audience, but that's what a lot of people have, have said though, that that baseball has been struggling because their audience doesn't kind of match with the kind of NFT or crypto crowd or fantasy sports. But like if we can get people like your dad on the platform, um, you know, that that would be huge for baseball as a product and and so are overall. Uh, I I know we can see our our age distribution from our podcast and it it definitely skews, you, you know, younger. But um, I definitely think, you know, there's lots of people. So are fun for all ages, honestly. And I think it's really the, the technology barrier that prevents a lot of people from signing up. Uh, so I think the more more they listen to people like your dad, I don't know, the better, the better the product becomes. Andrew, let me ask you this. I know your dad would never sign up for this. Um, he's also not the biggest baseball guy ever, but he he knows his fair share, I would say relatively, <laughs> about crypto. For someone his age, I'm true. For someone his age. I didn't yes. want to call him out, but yes, yeah, yeah. But I, like, do you think hypothetic, hypothetically, if he won any sort of NFT based sports game and he won a card worth 30 40 bucks would he be more willing to learn how to pay and how to like get a wallet set up and stuff if he won a card that was worth something first i i think that could get him hooked certainly even like 20 bucks yeah yeah i think just there's just that endorphin rush no matter like how you know established you are or like i don't know i think just like People like winning stuff and, you know, I mean, yeah, if it's, if it's $20 versus 200, I mean, maybe you feel slightly different, but honestly, I don't think it takes much monetarily to get people excited. Um, but yeah, but honestly though, if, if anyone was to join the Sora platform, it would be my mom. Actually, she's uh <laughs> she's more of a baseball and sports fan than my dad is. Uh, so maybe, maybe we'll have to true, get my mom true. on, on that would be something else. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, um, I guess that brings up another point. Do you think that like beginner competitions could be better off with say better rewards than a normal competition? What if your beginner competition had the same amount of rewards, like 100 rewards, but it was double the amount of tier ones, tier twos, tier threes, and there were no tier fours or tier fives, something like that. So a beginner would have a chance, maybe it would skew them in the wrong direction because they think they could win a 10, 20, $30 card every time, or at least when they win, that's what it's going to be winning is a decent amount of money or a value's worth of card. But how about that? Would that attract someone more too, or is that just going to hit that gambling aspect and then kind of take away the point of like trying to build your own team and just make it all about money like Twitter's made it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's hard to say. The thing, the work where I go to is like, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but apparently it's like one of the game theory things. Like, yes, a, a big prize can get people to, to maybe jump over that hurdle or do something that they wouldn't normally do. But I think importantly for new people is giving them or having more new people win than having new people win something of quality. So mm -hmm. I think like, it's it's like true like if you play i think call of duty like the hitbox when you first are like a, a noob that i think they do give you like more more of a life so that, that way you start playing and you're like <laughs> oh man like i'm actually good at this game and it it, it like deceives you uh be, but they're just doing that because you're new and they want you to get hooked um i don't think it's that it would be that unfair for so rare to kind of encourage newer people with you know, a more juiced reward pool for new people, although it probably would encourage multi-accounting. There's no way that that wouldn't. Um, so that that's the only downside I see. And and you might make the Sora community even madder than it, it can get. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hard to believe, but... <laughs> I think it would happen, though. The pitchforks would be out. For sure, for sure. <laughs> You know it. They would be advancing because I think they're already out. That's true. That's true, yeah. Well, 
I don't know. People people need to figure out where to put their pitchforks. <laughs> don't take that one out of context. Um, <laughs> hey. Because there's a lot of great things that have been coming too. Like, for example, as of this morning, uh, super rare cap 240 rewards were increased from 100 to $200. Wait. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then... Cap 240 unique rewards were increased from 250 to 500, which has been something that people have been asking for since pretty much day one of the Cap 240 mode. So that was good to see. And it was a pretty quick turnaround um, in two months or say. I'd say, do you think that was a proper amount of time for that? Like they tried it out for a bit, but then they were like, yeah, people are paying a lot of money for these cards, but also we could drive the prices up a little bit more if we made them more valuable. You see it could be in a good it's pretty much a good thing overall in my opinion even though I don't own a single one of either tier of either rarity but yeah trickle down any, baby any devil's advocate to it being a bad thing or is that just people trying to argue where <laughs> for argument's sake I think it it's just going to be interesting <laughs> to see like how um the value so one of the things that i'm kind of obsessed over and i think we could we could spend more time on this in a future podcast is like the ratio of like a limited price to a rare price to a super rare price because if if you think about it from just a pure threshold like limited was five rare was 50 before this super rare was 100 so limiteds would be um 10x rare rares would be 10x limiteds super rares would be 2x rares so that that's just kind of um you know makes sense be interesting with this shift if that changes that and i also want to kind of look at that compared to baseball and basketball to see like how does the kind of rare to limited ratio differ across sports because we don't see threshold in, in either sower mlb or nba and a lot of people have been advocating for that uh so i think it would be interesting to see like if if the threshold were to be introduced, you know, where, where could that value be? If like, for example, baseball limiteds are selling for like way higher than their football equivalents, you know, maybe you do, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we, we can dive deeper into that, but um, yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting to see how it moves the market over as a sperm whale. I'm happy. <laughs> as a sperm whale i'm happy hey so mlb the show will transition back mlb the show came out today for xbox Ooh. and i made my team officially the milwaukee whales hey. Hey. there you go would they've accepted but sperm or no my audio is whales so my name is the whales <laughs> whales the whales whales <laughs> <laughs> so the announcer announces it i'm the whales whales but i have a pl very good plan in my mind i'm not very artistically brained but i've getting i've you've seen these youtube thumbnails i made they're getting, getting better i have a good great, idea yeah. for my team logo um since you mentioned sperm <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll God. see if xbox allows it but yeah but um yeah uh mlb speaking of like new users and stuff if you're a new user and you don't know what to do, boy, have we got an episode for you. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We got some some prospects, I guess you would call it. What would you call them? Prospects? Sleepers. Sleepers. That's, oh, yeah. that's what they're word. named in yeah. the document, Sleepers so. for your common draft teams. Woo. And I guess maybe for all teams in general. Before, before we get into that, do we want to touch on the, the auctions or do we want to save that for later? Let's hit the auctions at the end. Let's just go right, right into it right yeah, now. Let's, let's, I like um, it. I like in it. In fact, we'll Each probably, second. for for um, media's sake, break up maybe this section into a video and then also the auction section into a video as well. So, again, um, if you have a two-second attention span like me, and have ADHD out the wazoo, you can feel free to check out that YouTube like shorter videos as well. I'll try and edit those down. But no, let's get into it. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Got that Google Doc up there, Are Josh. Are you ready? Everybody's We're favorite. Ready. Bang. Oh, I thought my text would still be in there. I said Hold something. On one second. Ooh. 
there you have it. Um, sleepers. See, I even put it in the title of the doc. So are MLB sleepers. And are uh, you guys going to copy the the? Okay, what are we going to call? What are we going to call the the gems? What are, what are we calling points? What what should we call the oh, the kind of? You get hundred twenty. What'd you say? Cost. Like the cost diamonds. I, I like that. Doesn't diamonds, it look like diamonds? diamonds. Like yeah, baseball diamonds. diamonds. Yeah, baseball diamond. That makes sense. Diamonds. All right. So are we gonna I put think the we should copy cost? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So just to preface, um, we're doing one player each per position of the sower lineup. And we are looking for players of a budget or a, a diamond of less than twelve. Yes, that, that was kind of our... less than and... twelve. So, did you understand that eleven or under? Yeah, everybody. Oh. Yeah, we're good. Oh, we're good. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. There but... might be some elevens, uh-huh. but they're they're there. Is <laughs> is part of the when we signed up uh, your dad, and this will be out on our YouTube in a couple of days. Uh, we did a we did a draft with him. Uh, Jacob and I did it cold. We did no research, and we found that the budget does not go as far as you think it does the price of really talented players is really high um and you only have about to, you have 12 dollars to spend on a player so we hope that this sleeper list will be really valuable so that that way you can pick up one of these value guys and then go after a, a big hitter like otani or judge or whoever you fancy all right Without further ado, starting um, pitchers. Oh yeah, hold on. I've starting pitcher. I copied the first one on my list, oh. but the first one on my list was not my starting pitcher. Oh, that would have been awkward. Aqu- ooh, awkward. All right, I'm good to go now. All, All right. right, ready? Count us down. Three, two, one. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I like that. All right. Um, I guess I'm first in the list, so I'll go first. Um, Reed Detmers. Uh, he was a rookie last year. I'm pretty sure. Um, and he had a terrible start to the season and was sent back to AAA in June of last season. Um, he managed to work his way back into the majors and finished very strong at the end of the season. So I'm expecting to have him to have a breakout 2023 season. Uh, using that momentum from the end of last year. Um, he's young. He's got great stuff. He's changed his arm angle, um, and he's looked really good. So it's an 11, a little bit higher in the range, but um, I think he's a good a good pick for the 2023 season. All right. I like it. Um, how you feel, though, dude? That's a... Uh... He plays for the Angels, right? He does play for the Angels. That's yes. a it's a scary team to root for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're supposed to be the best team, but they're always the worst team. That's true. Um, I personally have gone with Mackenzie Gore, and he was traded, I believe, this past season from San Diego to um Washington. So he plays on the Nationals now. He plays on a team that is not going to be that great this year. At least I don't think he's going to be that great this year. But he was a decent starter, and he's actually still pretty highly rated by many a pundit out there. Um, His ERA is a little bit high. It's about four, four and a half. But he, as long as he can stay healthy, he should be a decent starter. And the thing I want to emphasize too about pitchers is that when I was doing my draft, I really think you can slide in a few lower rated pitchers and get away with that. So I think going under 10 for a a second pitcher is a good strategy as well. So there we go. Mackenzie Gore. Yeah. I I'd second that Jacob, like, and we'll we'll get to that when we discuss the other positions, but you have to draft three starting pitchers. Brazil's a five. That's actually crazy. Five. I just realized that. I just I was yes. I was just looking at the names, dude. That's yeah. Nuts. So so the um 
Yeah, there's a lot. I to me, like going through the list, like we'll comment on every position, obviously, but the 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 highest value is one hundred percent starting pitcher. You do have to draft the most of them, but compared to the other positions, the drop off between like Chris Sale versus I don't know, Garrett Cole. I mean, yeah, there's gonna be they're gonna be different, but you know, that's that's a pretty big difference between or a smaller difference in like judge versus i don't know some dime a dozen outfielder uh but chris sale he's a seven-time all-star still on the red Sox. uh 2018 uh world series champions you know gotta gotta love the veteran he's 34 that's that's his big thing i believe he was injured a lot last season because he only had one start mm-hmm. um so if he's back and healthy uh, Chris Sale has the potential and the skill set to be an elite pitcher. So he's, he's again, drafting quality over quantity. Even at an old age, I still like it. And he's worth five diamonds. Five diamonds. That can get you a foot long at Subway. There you go. Mm. Chris Sale. <laughs> well, maybe in before COVID times it could, but. Jacob and I both went with sophomore season players. We and did. he went with the. A 34-year-old starting yeah, pitcher. Okay. You to, did. To be fair, I also have Freddie Peralta, who's a 10, on I, my list. I had but... him on my list, and then I picked a different brewer, and I'm like, I can't go two out of five being brewers. So I, yep. I picked the other guy, and I, I switched Freddie out. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Freddie's our honorable mention yep. for, the, for the pod. All right, relief pitchers. Freddie's a 10 on your list. Any other 10s on your list you want to mention? Or are you going to save that for the private? Um. Well. Oh. 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 Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> oh man. All right. Thomas Tuchel. You ready? He's oh, a ten on my list. He is. All right. I'm ready. All right. Andrew, you ready? Yeah. Of Three, course. Three, two, one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Do we all? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I swear to copy again. Wow. Okay. That's no kind of funny. way. All right. Um, no, well, there guess... are a million relief pitchers out there, and you guys picked the same one. All right. Well, why don't you guys go for it? So I guess my philosophy was that if you weren't spending your higher end diamonds on a closer, um, you could kind of use your second relief pitcher to pick up a closer. And Alex Lang is going to be one of the cheaper closers available. Um, he talk about playing for a bad team. <laughs> he yeah. is the projected closer <laughs> for the Detroit Tigers. Um, mm-hmm. so in all honesty, I think this will be the last kind of bad season of the Tigers. And I think they're going to slowly improve. So I don't think they're going to be as bad as they were <laughs> this year. There's no way. Um, this so, is going to be the last bad season. La- Miggy's last season. They got to get rid of that contract anyway. Um, so yeah, maybe. just kind of going off of that, a cheaper closer option. That was kind of the the one driving factor for Alex Lang. Absolutely. Um, this is uh, the start. This is the first pump of the week of the season. Right uh, I have his rare card. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, makes I, sense um, yeah, that was my pump of the week. Um, but but in all honesty, though, I like Josh said, he's the cheap. He's a very cheap uh, reliever. However, if we compare a 10 of him versus a 10 of Freddie Peralta, Freddie Peralta is a much, much better quality player. So if we were to spend up, I think it, it probably will. Or a, relieving, a relief pitcher position is not one you kind of want to go for the, the basement. But if you do, these I think are good options. But I think what we found is that the higher priced, diamond priced guys, you probably do get a better return. Um but yeah, Jacob, let, let us know if you agree and then who uh, your guy is, because I've never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> no. So he's a rookie um, for the Pirates. Uh, I, he might have actually just barely usurped his rookie status last year. I don't actually remember what baseball reference said, but he's very young either way. Uh, and he's only seven points. It's Dowry Moretta. That's a reliever for the Pirates. Pittsburgh now why would I pick a pitcher from Pirates from the Pirates you ask I don't know (laughs) 
other than the <laughs> fact that he's a rookie and he's actually shown some pretty decent promise this spring. He has thrown only nine innings total, but he's gotten a decent amount of time. It's not like relievers are going to be throwing too, too much in spring training, but he has only given up eight hits in those nine innings and had not given up a single earned run. Only one run that was unearned, it looks like here. Um, so he has shown a little bit of promise here. Didn't have the greatest of seasons last year, but again, he was brought up by the Pirates. So what can you say? Dowry Moretta, he, he's a good pitcher. I, I've used him actually before starting off <laughs> in MLB The Show. <laughs> so he didn't survive very long. But he, I, I truly think he's actually got some promise. He's got some good uh, fastballs, some good, some good movement on his fastball. So there we go, Dari Moretta. It's funny that you guys picked the same reliever. That's that's crazy. What there are that? so many relievers in the game, even under eleven points too. Of all um, positions, yeah. The other, the other important thing I think we we should note is that these are or the relievers you should target are closers. Um, you could go for the the cheat code, the Spencer Strider, the. Oh my gosh, Chris Flexen. I almost forgot his name. Uh, but <laughs> He's a, that'll set you back a, a pretty premium. Yeah. Uh, but if you are going to go after a top-tier reliever, just make sure you're getting a closer because right. the Matrix definitely favors them with uh, 10 points for a save. Um, so that's that's kind of where, where Josh and I went. And Jacob, is, is your guy closer too, or does he have the potential Not to be? Not yet, but he definitely has potential to be. Um, yeah. If anything... Um, I would say you guys went with a much safer choice with a closer, yep. but a reliever again is another position where I'm kind of just like, honestly, just give me a lower player that might rack up some innings, some points, maybe can throw a few and won't give up too, too many hits. Uh, so, all right. I would just like to correct myself. I lied. He... I don't know where I got my stats from, but he actually has an ERA of 2.79 in spring training. But oh, pretty good. But that's still pretty good. And in 9.2 innings, oh, he must have pitched a little bit more. I don't know. Either way, cut, 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 reset. <laughs> he has 9.2 innings pitched, and he has 13 strikeouts, so more than one strikeout per inning. So, yeah, I, I really like him as a player, uh, as a pitcher, too. So. There you go. Very nice. the, the other thing before we go to uh, corner infield, relief pitcher is the only position in the draft where you're only picking one of them. So in every other position, you're going to have depth except for the relief pitcher, which is mm -hmm. kind of strange. Uh, so again, it, again, it kind of, to me, supports spending a little bit more getting an established guy. But if you want to want to be a little risky, it's free to play, you know, go, go for one of these guys. Right. I think I misspoke earlier. Um, I think what I was trying to say was like, if you spend up in a starting position, uh, starting pitcher position or a different position, you can kind of counterbalance that higher diamond uh, cost by picking a someone who's going to be a closer, but one of the lower end. Um, but yeah, moving on to uh, corner infielder. Ready? Oh, yeah. Three. Josh, two. we're going to have the same guy. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. Three, you good? Three, you good? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> three, two, one. Andrew started talking. Oh, like, shoot. Oh, oh, shoot. Oh, it's Alex Lang oh. again. Is he the next Shohei <laughs> Otani? Oh, As a reliever? That would wow. be strange. Dual position? Wait, none of you picked him? Ah. Ah, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. Mm. Okay. So um nash i'm gonna intercept you real quick because i wanted to point out something right away i was looking mm -hmm. at other players i was looking at Perso. i was looking at um gosh i can't remember at this point but I'll put i ended up going one. with nelson cruz who was a little bit higher as an 11 diamond score but he is actually a designated hitter he is oh. not a first baseman he is not a third baseman he actually played outfield when he was younger but corner infield this year includes DHs. Did you know that? I think so. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yes. 
So it is first base, third base, and DH. So Nelson Cruz's card is only listed as a DH, but he is a very, like, just all-around hitter, has solid contact. He has a career batting average of 275, but he also hits for power, too. He's had 40 home run seasons in the past, and he's playing in the nice, warm, like, sunny, beachside city of San Diego now. So he has a great team to back him up and a short fortune left as well. So Nelly. I like it. Um, Good call. I'm just making sure I spelled. I thought so. Okay. It's O-N. Just a heads up. Andrew, I see your number two, and I almost went. That was the guy I was trying to think of, actually. Oh, Yoan Moncada. That's what I figured. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Tristan Casas. Mm -hmm. Um, it's hard to classify as a sleeper because he is a rookie this year, at least in Sora he is. Um, he is going to be the first baseman for the Boston Red Sox. Um, he's had a great spring training. Um, unfortunately, he hit kind of poorly um, in the minimal MLB experience that he had last season. Um, but he's been hitting great in spring training. It's uh, going to be his first full season in the MLB. Um, the Red Sox are actually kind of a question mark right now. Um, so guys like him will have to perform in order for the team to do well. And I think he has the potential to do so. Good call. There you go. Yeah. Right. And again, um, to me, of the positions, I, I I think like third, I struggle or I struggled with some of these other ones. So for me, corner infielder was actually easier to find some value in. Uh, so if you don't, maybe you go with uh, some of these lower options at some other positions. Uh, but, you know, look no further than Mike Brousseau of the Milwaukee Brewers. Yes, we are homers. Yes, we don't care. At least I don't mm-hmm. care. Uh, but no, he, if you watched Brewers Spring Training, this dude was on fire. Uh, I follow the Brewers social media and I swear to God, I woke up every day to um, a, a instagram reel of like him high-fiving people in the dugout after hitting a home run this dude just hit home runs after home run um again it's uh maybe don't get hot in spring training i don't know if there's a a saying among baseball players but don't get hot um, in spring training let's let's just hope that uh it continues outside of that um but anywho another one uh is more established player but another kind of bounce back candidate uh, Yon Moncada of the Chicago White Sox, really good player. Um, definitely has has high potential. Uh, you know, again, can put up really big numbers. Career two seventy five hitter. Uh, has also hit for power. And again, White Sox weren't as good last year, but I think uh, Moncada and others turn it around. And um, he's another he's another good shout at only being ten diamonds. He's beautiful, like. like- all right. Diamonds in the sky. Middle infielders. Here we go. Let's do it. See if I can actually copy it right this time. <laughs> Ready? Man C or control I'm emba- C. I'm embarrassed about this one, boys. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh-oh. Better yep. be a cub. Ready? <gasps> Uh-oh. Three, two, one. Nico. It is. Nick Mondragon. Ah, ah. Oh, okay. Um... So Bryce Terang, um, I'm sure there's some listeners out there who are like, who is Bryce Terang? Um, So this is my ultimate budget guy. Um, He is a Brewers second baseman, um, a rookie who finally broke through, just got the um, news to yesterday or the day before um, that he made the big league roster out of spring training. So he'll be starting opening day on the Brewers roster. Um, playing time is a different story, but total question mark <laughs> on playing time, total question mark on performance. But he's on the big league roster. He's only worth or only costs five diamonds. Um, so high ceiling, low floor is a player that I'm looking for. And Bryce Terang fits that bill. There you go, dude. I, I like him. Also had a Future Stars car in MLB The Show, I think, last year, maybe. I will say this. Um, coming out of spring training, the Brewers had a lot of um, choices to make. 
And I think they really made choices based on performance in spring training. And he was one of the first guys to um, get the call that they made. He made the big league roster. So if there's anything to say about his performance, it must have been pretty good. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, I went with someone who is a little bit, slightly more experienced in the MLB. He's got a year or about a year under him. Not by much. CJ Abrams. Yeah. And what did I really just pick the two players or at least two (laughs) of the players that they traded for Juan Soto, the Nationals (laughs) and the Padres? You did. Yes, I did. (laughs) Why? Because obviously the Nationals wanted to get someone in return. They didn't want scrubs. Sure, they got six people, but they wanted decent players to hopefully help them out for the future. And by building them up now, uh, they're going to hopefully build up for the future. And CJ Abrams and Mackenzie Gore are on that list. So Abrams, middle infielder. He is a shortstop, played on the Padres for a tiny, tiny bit, and is now in the Nationals. He's super quick, hits for contact, and overall, he's just kind of a fun player to watch. Very good at fielding as well. He's very fun to watch in the field, which doesn't matter too much for a so rare perspective, but still just an enjoyable player to watch. Kind of like a lesser-known jazz chisel, maybe. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah, I'm going to be – this was the yeah. hardest position for me to totally get a agree. player. Totally and agree. I literally was just like – so So one of the things we, we've talked about before, uh, for some reason, so rare has grouped catchers in this position. Um, and so we, we've kind of our, – our stands on batting practice. And um, I guess I shouldn't speak for both of you, but I've, I've never been a big fan of catchers from a sower perspective because – you're looking at volume of games, and if you have a catcher that has four games, they're probably not going to play all four of those games. Uh, so you automatically kind of uh, lower your potential score if you're picking a catcher. So with that said, that those were the only kind of guys who were standing out, and then I was like, gosh, I might have to go over to the dark side. Uh, so this one felt a little bit okay because he was a White Sox, and then he became a Cub. And kind of sucked a little bit last year. Like if you look at his his stats, he just he was really good on the on the White Sox, a great hitter, and had a had a you know not had a tough time adjusting to being thirty minutes north um, at Wrigley. Um, but again, he's a player of really good quality. The Cubs um, made a trade, I think, specifically for him. Uh, they think he's going to be. He was the only good player on their on their team last year. Um, you know, and and we'll see if if they if they can if they can bounce the back. Only good player. On yeah, team. I'm gonna be there you go. you, So yeah, Nick Madrigal, a nine. It it pains me to say put a cup there, but yeah, of all the positions, I was really struggling here with the middle infield. For sure. Yeah, I agree. I this one took me the longest as well. All right. All right last but not least, here we go. Outfield. Only fans. Outfield, I mean. Only fans. Whoa. Whoa. All right, ready? Only fields. Three, two, one. Oh. All right. Okay. Hey, we got the initials right. <laughs> okay. Close. All right, Nash. All right. So, a familiar name, Mr. Trent Grisham, Padres center fielder, um, was hot, like what was it now three seasons ago two seasons ago great hitter hit for power um hit for average did it all last year holy cow he fell off a cliff he had a terrible season last year his batting average was down home runs were down everything was down (laughs) Um, (laughs) but those are the players that you got to watch out for um i'm all about the bounce back season and um, he has a great supporting staff with the Padres. He has zero pressure to perform because the Padres have eight other pretty much all-stars in their lineup. So I think that will help take the pressure off of him. And I think he's going to have a great bounce back season this season. There you go. He did hit uh, 271 in spring training this year. I'll add that. So That's that as well. 
with four I mean, home for runs. a ten for a ten diamond points, you'll take it. Mm-hmm. Oh, the other good. thing I forgot to mention oh. is 2023 new MLB rules. The shift is banned. Trent Grisham is a lefty who hit for singles and doubles into the shift. He got shifted, <laughs> shafted by the shift a lot more shifted. than most players um, last season. So I think uh, a shift ban will allow him to get on base more. He's got the speed too, so he should rack up steals, get those points for that. Um, so that adds to it a little bit too. There I think go. I think we should make it official. We should start a batting practice 2023 shift watch. Who is getting yeah. shifted with with the shift? Um, like and yeah, I mean that that literally could be Grisham's. I mean, spring training 271. He hit 0.18 last year. That is an insane difference it's it's um it's kind of like what we saw with the sower matrix change but i think even even greater um so yeah so it'll be really interesting to watch um who benefits from the getting rid of the shift and maybe trent grisham is that guy yeah absolutely all right i last but not least went with a pretty big stretch here and i went with another former brewer well, yeah. at least a former Brewer prospect in Esteudi Ruiz, outfielder for your Oakland A's, who are projected Whoa. to be one of the worst teams <laughs> so in baseball bad. this year. I mean, projections, you can say whatever you want about them. But for a rookie who has not played very much or at all in the big leagues that's good news for them if their team sucks hey why not try out the guy who's not here maybe he'll light a fire maybe he'll turn into the next you never know Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, Derek Jeter, Babe Ruth maybe he becomes all of them at one maybe he's a robot I don't know but anyways (laughs) the A's are not going to be that great and Estuary Ruiz as of I want to say a few days ago was projected by Fangraphs to be starting for the A's as an outfielder. So he's quick. I don't know much about him, but I know he played very well in the minor leagues. He was hitting over 300, and he he's fast as well. So Esteuri, Esteuri, Luis, Oakland A's, baby. You pick some I terrible like teams. <laughs> I know. Well, my guy's not on a bad team. Eddie Rosario on the Braves. Uh, <laughs> he is a great um, – and, again, form, former uh, Minnesota twin. That's kind of where I, I kind of – I sh- struggling for words but fell in love with him. You know? No, maybe. Oh. That's just – that's the heart talking. Uh, <laughs> while I was pounding a double barrel burger uh, from <laughs> – Red Cow. I was watching go. Eddie Rosario <laughs> play center field for the Twins. Hit Minnesota is a great ballpark. If you've never been, I I think it should be on everyone's bucket list to go it there to watch a game. Scott, great downtown sky skyline views too. Anywho, Rosario's no longer there. He's down in Georgia playing for the Braves. Uh, he again, I I like guys that have have shown over their career to be good players. He had a bad season last year. So kind of similar to what Josh was saying about Trent. Um, I think he he has a bounce back year. Again, he's getting a little bit older. He's been in the in the league for a while. Um, uh, but he's a quality player with seven diamonds. I I think, you know, he's a good guy that you can pick up for a value. So you can maybe go after a good reliever or other um pit player that you want to spend up at. There we go. All there right. Have it. Fifteen and a half. Sleepers, 16 technically, I guess. That's true, yeah. Yeah, let's see. Let's see if any of them turn out. We'll keep track. Dude, we could keep track of our five players oh, for the fun. first week. For the yep. first week and see how they do. That'd be pretty like fun. Um, Chris Sale, maybe not so much because I don't think he's going to be starting. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Is he projected to be probable this week? He might be hurt. I don't know. But let's see. Yeah, he's there hurt. we go. There we go. Um. <laughs> So I guess last but not least, we can should we run a pickleback or should we do something else here at the end? 
one more time before the start of the season. We got to talk about those auctions real quick before yeah. we close it out. I think we we end with a pickle, but um, let's do. I, we don't we got to redeem our time. redeem ourselves one more time before the season starts. Oh yeah, then maybe next week or even this week we'll do a giveaway or something like that. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. stay stay tuned for our Twitter because we've been floating some ideas yeah. between us um, as to uh, you know make make sure that our our viewers can stay supported. Um, you know, we've we've given away some some baseball cards last year, but I think uh, we might be doing a little bit of a John Nellis pledge. Uh, maybe maybe not as bold as he is. Maybe a soft <laughs> John Nellis. Uh, if uh, a soft if you want to call Nellis? it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Batting practice out of huh? context. <laughs> okay, wait. You guys have heard of the the um, what's the the like the seventy? What's the what's that um? Uh, kind of weight loss or, or challenge that people do it's like you read like 10 pages of book oh you um, exercise twice 75 hard yes okay so yeah so we're doing the john nellis soft so we're not doing the john nellis hard. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Hey. i think we just got banned <laughs> tos tos oh god oh no talk about your auctions let's just say john is a friend of the podcast there you go sure 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 whatever um we what andrew is saying is that (laughs) there's a chance where we will like spin a wheel uh we'll pick a tier for that week and if any of us win that tier of card we have to give it away we're gonna work on something like that but just just we got some cool ideas for giveaways coming up but auctions andrew you seem pretty ready and eager to talk about them probably 30 minutes ago now what you got to say about them shaking there's, your head there's nothing for me to bid on i mean there <laughs> is but there isn't um they it's so funny i don't know if this is like an overreaction to um you know the what we've heard about football about people complaining or maybe some some negativity around nba around the the auction volume but i mean we're days or i mean we're less than 20 48 hours from the season starting and you know one of the things that we looked at on the nba side is what mint they were getting up to and for most kind of tier three and below limiteds they're sitting at about a thousand and today if you go live on the market when we're recording this uh let's see the highest limited we're seeing is a three out of five thousand um so i don't know if they're going to increase the auction volume um, but you know, again, I, I have not bid on any new cards. I'm kind of waiting to see what the volume looks like. Uh, but again, I want to bid, but I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Have you, have you guys tried to, to bid on anything besides Mr. Flexen? <laughs> not at all. Um, I bought, like I was saying before the podcast, I bought a rare card, but it was off the secondary market and it was last year's card. So I don't really plan on it. Like you said, there's not much volume. I don't know. Like, I know NBA after eight days. So it's been eight days as of today since they released new auctions. NBA had way more than three way more. out of, um, what was that, limited? Out of 5,000? Yeah. yeah. So I assume, I shouldn't assume, but I bet they were close to the tens, if not in the teens already. So... That could be directly relevant to NBA being five times as popular too. So we'll see. But the prices have been pretty, like not the cheap. They're not expensive because so rare and just every market right now is down in general. But I think prices have been somewhat higher than I thought they were going to be mm-hmm. for auctions. Yep. Maybe people are like hyped up about that percentage bonus who knows but they're they're selling for pretty penny yeah. they're selling but at the same time what's interesting though is that the the low mints aren't selling for bajillions of dollars also you know true. like like, also like it's true. interesting like it's like it's it's higher but it's also like the first ones didn't go for like exorbitant amounts like we saw with nba or with baseball last year Maybe because they are second edition, if you want to call them that cards, even though they look really cool. Um, but I don't know. It's it's a weird 
the prices are weird. I still don't know where, I mean, I, I can't even tell you where, where the stock market is going, let alone the silver market. No sure. one can. If they can, then you should probably run. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm still trying to find a Trevor Story replacement, and this these auctions are not helping the cause. Mm. So. A rare Trevor a rare. Story. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. And Ronnie, what what position was was he on Sora? He was Short a third, oh, third. Third, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, corner yeah. infielder. Corner infielder. Maybe maybe you look at our value list there, Josh. Maybe you actually, go for a Mike Brousseau or uh, you know Jan Moncada. He's actually a second baseman. Which oh. nice. Wait, he didn't. That's wrong. Did he really play second base? Yeah. Either way, Dude, I don't remember it that. Matter. Anyways. Whatever. It's pickle time. Whatever. Let's let's pickle hit that time. pickle. Yeah. It's pickle time. Redemption. Redemption. Wait for we got before get though. Wait before for Josh. There's actually a Mike Brousseau third base, uh, selling for sixteen dollars right now. Ooh. That's actually kind of crazy. There you go. So, should we should we should we guess it. should we guess a Brousseau? Should we go oh, with our I'll bro? do it? I like it. Oh God. Uh, Ross. Yeah, yeah it's baby. in the NL Central. Oh, it is. Ooh. Oh, okay. oh, it can't be Yover. It can't be because he's from the USA. Oh. Dang. Oh well. Right, All right, ready? NL Central. No, but he's not Central. From the Brewer. Not Central. And not a third baseman. Goldschmidt. Oh wait, Gold is Goldschmidt third. It's That's not a good Central. guess. It's not. Yes, Central. it is. It's green. Oh, it's not. It's oh, no, not. it's not. It's I not apologize. Central. Good. It's yellow. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I was like, wait, so, guys. I know I'm so colorblind. So let's guess AL like... then. Let's guess yeah. AL. AL Central. East or West. No. I thought that means it's either AL Central. Should we do or either of the NLs? Or sorry, At... guess NL, NL uh, West or East. We could because then it'll we... narrow down the division more too. We could do AL Central and go Tigers and go Alex Lang. Alex Lang. Yeah. Oh, true. I like it. I think we have Let's to. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Let's do it. Shoot. Okay. Told right. you. Should have started. Right, so it's, he's, so it's, he's not oh, a reliever. It's all good. He's not a reliever, right. though. Okay. Not That's a reliever. Huge. Righty, righty, USA. No, NL, NL West or NL East. So maybe he's younger. So NL West. Righty, righty. How about it could be a starting pitcher? Could it be like someone from I'm trying to think Mets? Could it just be like Verlander? <laughs> could be. Let's do it. Super old. I like it. Get Go starting for pitcher it. out of there. Forty. It's from the NLEs. No, he's not. He's a starting oh, pitcher. Starter. He's a starting okay. pitcher. Starter so the from the NL, NL West. West, who is from the USA, but Clayton not Kershaw. <laughs> He's not a righty, righty. unfortunately. Mm. How about Walker Bueller? I like it. I like that. We'll get the younger age out of there. Oh, he's also twenty-seven. That's all right. We'll see if he's twenty-eight. Okay, not the not for the Dodgers. So, okay, Diamondbacks, Merrill Kelly. Oh, good call, good call, good call. Is it EY? Or is it just 26? 34? Oh. Andrew? Oh, it's yeah, let's go! Let's go! Oh what a guess, dude. Let's We're go. back. Let's We're go. all the way back. Actually, for another value pick, I um I was doing the he was also on my my uh yeah USA USA value for your silver medal woo let's go that's funny what a guess let's go Merrill Kelly we are officially ready for the 2023 MLB season are you yes sir are you that research paid off we're never losing a pickle again there you go yeah beautiful all right got to study baseball. Yeah, it pays, right? <laughs> uh, as we said earlier in the podcast, um, a lot more active on the socials right now. So don't forget to check those out. Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok, YouTube. Look, uh, check us out. 
give us a like, comment, all the above. Let us know what you think. Um, 2023 MLB season, it's here. We hope you're excited as we are. Got a lot of fun cool. things planned coming up soon for the season. So be on the lookout for that as well. But as always, you just attended the last no spring training no. oh. batting practice. Oh, starting next week, we'll be into the regular season batting practice. <gasps> but now you're ready to get into the opening day game. Oh, peace. <laughs>